put her on the bus, said, ooh, I see, I can't take no more. I put her in the bed, and then she looked up in the mirror, screamed so loud, I think the East Coast could hear. I rolled on my back, I put her on the top, she said, ooh, I see, this ever stop. I said, no, the system had just begun. We hit 50 more positions before I got done. When we got finished, it was no longer dark. We had rocked so hard, made a snooty box pop. are you uh first off i'm gonna just let you know now before i even tell you who i am if you say something too weird i might punch you you are ab soul welcome to vancouver british columbia canada ab soul don't forget the dash though ab dash soul my man thank you right off the bat ab would like to begin with a quote quote i dedicate this one to cletus anderson for working harder than the average man I mean, you gotta give it up. You gotta give it up for Cletus Anderson. You gotta give it up. Don't do it. Grandpa, are you what? If you're watching this, man, look, this is the first one, dog. This is beautiful. This record is amazing. Gotta give it up. You gotta give it up. On what record label? Oh, man, I don't know. This is before my time. What's this? Right, what? Magic. Oh, this the Magic Dish joint, for real? Yes, exactly. Check out. Damn, that's the. Yo. Oh, that's oh! I had the oh shit! See this? See this was before I was born, bro. Now turn over the record and look at the back there. Who do we see is producing this? Produced by Cletus Anderson and Nate Dove and Spiritual Advisor. Whoa, Kelvin! Oh, that's crazy. That's my uncle Kelvin. Kelvin Anderson. So what can you tell the people about what's going on here? The Magic Disc record label. You can pull out some more. Oh, See the Magic Disc is, record is, label. I'm dazzled by the cover because it's, it's really provocative. It's looking like, I can't see that well, but it looks very provocative. 
That's my grandpa for sure. They got the cleavage right there. Cletus, cleat. Yeah, that's it. Magic. Yeah, this is the record. This is crazy. What can you tell the people about Kelvin and Cletus? Uh, well, Cletus is my grandfather, Cletus Anderson, and Kelvin Anderson is my uh, uncle. Uh, uh, they are the founders of uh, VIP, very important pl- platters in Los Angeles area. And Magic Disc Record Label. Yes, the Magic Disc Record Label. Uh, I mean, they, they've done a lot, but uh, I, man, I've, I haven't seen this logo in a long time. And it continues on even further. Check this out, Absol. Cletus is behind the Saturn record label as well. This is, this is his label now. Like, he still owns, like, he probably still owns this too. But like, yeah. And check out, look for his name on there. What do you see right there? Produced by Cletus? Anderson. You see that, Grandpa? Look, this, they, all, they only talking about you. They ain't even, he ain't even got nothing for me yet. It's all you. And I guess I was curious Cletus about that. Anderson. Word. He's I, the man. I guess I was curious about that. Have you had access to the vaults of all these great record labels, like the Saturn record label? Absolutely. Absolutely. He has, like, all of this. He's like a, uh, he's kind of like a hoarder. You know what I'm saying? He, like, has, like, all kinds of records. Like, it's kind of, it's kind of sickening. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah. It's pretty amazing, too, because Saturn Records put out the first Ice-T 7-inch and 12-inch. Absolutely, yeah. That was, like, right before breaking. You know what I'm saying? It was real tight. That was a tight time. And I was thinking, Ab, hmm, I got to give you a little gift here. And right here I have a little button, the Magic Disc record label button, so you can wear that proudly on stage. Man, that's so hard. Thank you. That's so tight, man. I wonder if he still has this. Now, you worked at the Magic Disc store, not the label. I had a crib in there. Yeah, real talk. At the store, did you sell socks? Yes, eventually. Socks, drawers, white tees. So it yeah. went from vinyl to socks? Absolutely, yeah. Once the uh, the record industry, uh, physical distribution just crashed, we had to, you know, find other means. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Pro Club. And VIP is a really important place. It's like a national landmark, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. I think it's still standing. You know what I'm saying? VIP in Long Beach. And I thought, I got to give you a gift to represent VIP. And I have right here a little button to represent VIP. Yeah, you see that? Look, look, look man, look. It's all about y'all. He ain't, asked me, he ain't said nothing about me yet. It's my grandpa and my uncle, man. This is where Snoop got started. And I was curious, they had a recording studio at VIP. Did you get a chance to record it all at the recording studio at VIP? No, I was a kid. I was a baby, like, running around there with my cousin, Dion. Did you watch any recording sessions at all? Yeah, heck yeah. I was running around like as a kid. I, not, nothing that I could like really remember, but like yeah, I was like running around there. Me and my cousin, because like my uncle, Cal- my uncle Calvin, you know, his son is like you know one of my closest cousins. Like I mean, he's one of my closest friends. Period. You know what I'm saying? So we used to run around the record shop all day. And Calvin's met everybody, hasn't he? Not only West Coast, but East Coast. Like he met Biggie. Any little stories you remember him telling you about all the people he met? Like he knows everybody. Oh no, yeah, he, they know everybody. Like my grandpa too. You know what I'm saying? Like for real. And I, I would like when Biggie did an in store for Ready to Die. I was like sleep in the cradle. Like I, I was in the crib still. It was tight. Is there photographic evidence of that at all? Maybe. Maybe. I got to say that for myself, though. You know what I'm saying? And Kelvin also, for running the record store, and I guess yourself, you must know, like, every song. Like, people would go in there and, like, whisper a song to him or sing a song to him. That's really hard, isn't it? Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, that's probably, you know, that probably translates why, you know, I have such a such a memory for that type of thing, you know? It's like, you, you have to know that working in retail, you know, that music is our product, so we had to be very, very well-versed in our product. You know what I'm saying? The most requested rhythm band on Magic Disc records i don't know you tell me 
Absol. We had no, because I honestly didn't know too. I don't know too much about Magic Disc Records. I really, I, I know about Saturn, Saturn Records. Like I'm, like I'm trying to sample some of these joints right here for my, like my album and shit. But I didn't like this is before my time. Like I'm, I'm glad you did that. See, he, he ain't say all that. I got to get this tatted. You got the button now. Yeah, for sure. And you got to head to the warehouse to get some copies of that too. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he got all this shit, man. I'm telling you, he got it's, it's sickening. It's sickening. If we head over to Carson, California, the east side, is that where the girls are? Yeah, that's exactly where the girls are, on the east side of Delamo. Yeah. Carson, California. We talk about, well, when I say the east side, I'm talking about Delamo, like, you know, Carson. I stay like, well, we stay like on the south side of Carson, though? Yeah, we stay like on the south side of Carson, but like, I stay in Delamo, the United States of Delamo. It's like a borough in Carson, like similar to. So, like you know, the east side of Delamo, the east side of Central, is where all the pretty girls are at for sure. Do you ever go to any LA Galaxy games? It's so close to Magic Disc. Nah, but that should be like causing a lot of fucking traffic when I be trying to go get to some backwoods at the Seven Eleven right there. And it's like you know, I could do without that. What about the LA Velodrome, where there's like bike racing? That's close by too. Ever been to that? Yeah, I don't know nothing about that. No, I don't know nothing about that. Absol, what can you tell us about this particular group right here, Booyah Tribe? Yeah, they from the hood. These the Samoan homies. These the Samoan OGs from the hood. You feel me? Booyah. Carson, California, represent. You feel me? We in here. We. In when did you first encounter them? I'm the king too. You see that? Your future's unlimited. You know what I'm saying? You did. I'm just a younger from Delamo with a belt by Ferragamo. Who did that tattoo? Did Egypt do that? How you know that? Say something again. Say some. Say something like that again. Knock them frames off, bro. I'm not playing with you. Shout out to Egypt, though. Great tattoo artist. Yeah, that's my girl, for sure. And shout out also to the Booyah tribe. Yeah, for sure. These the homies, man. Absol, thank you, Street Goddess Entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> I should punch you for that one, but I'm going to let you slide, though. What can you tell the people about Street Goddess Entertainment? Hey, she's just a beautiful... Oh, shit, my fault. She's just a beautiful soul, man. And, you know, I just appreciate all the... The help that she, you know, all all of her assistance for sure. She helped you in the early days. Yeah, very early on. You know, it's a long term situation. We've been here for quite some time. So yeah, shout out to Street Goddess, man. And that's what I was curious about the early days of Absol. Who was the first local Carson rapper that you saw? Was there a local gig that you went to? Like, who's the first local rapper you think you saw anywhere? Like at a house party at a gig? Can you remember? No. Um, the first like. The first, like, in-store that I stood in line for to get an autograph, though, was for sure Domino. I remember that for sure. I forgot what the song was. It was a hit, though, Domino. But uh, I was kind of, like, jaded towards entertainers and artists because I worked in a record store. It just wasn't, like, a big thing of mine. You know what I'm saying? When you're driving along 405, do you ever see the muffler man or the Porsche man, you know, this giant statue? <laughs> yeah, you ain't seen him, though. What is that? Can you explain to the people? What is the muffler man, the Porsche man on 405? Shit, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. That shit is just funny that you know that, though. <laughs> it's a bit of Carson, isn't it? Like, there's a bit of Carson. Like, Absol's a bit of Carson, so is the muffler man. Yeah, I'm the king of Carson, for sure. And the king of Carson can't tell you what the muffler man is, so, you know, you good. If you don't know, you straight. Absol, you're into Malcolm X, too, aren't you? Absolutely, absolutely. How did you get into Malcolm X? Um, I mean, you know, he's he's kind of like um, desensitized in schools and shit for like uh, minorities and shit. So everybody knows about Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. You know what I'm saying? That type of thing. So I read his autobiography and it was great. And I was thinking, hmm, books are cool, but here's a gift for you. I have a record. This is Keith LeBlanc's 1983 record, Malcolm X. On Tommy Boy. 
That's dope. On Tommy Boy, it's the first sample-based record ever, actually. What? It is. That's dope. 1983, Keith LeBlanc, and there is an instrumental B-side here, so you can do some rapping over it. For sure. That's dope. That's dope. Shout out to Tommy Boy. I sold a lot of Tommy Boy records when I was a child. Working, I used to work in like the single section. You know what I'm saying? What's so great about Absol is you're very diverse, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. Like, absolutely. like you're into Malcolm X, and you're also into the Chipmunks. You love the Chipmunks too. What you know about the A? Is this like the joint? Is it like in the Chipmunks' voices, dog? Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh yeah, these are my guys, man. Everybody love Alvin and the Chipmunks, though. From Malcolm X to the Chipmunks, but Charlie Brown, that's the best, isn't it? Charlie Brown is the best. Why did you like the Charlie Brown more than the Monks? Uh, I, probably because, you know, my mom just used to read Charlie Brown to me as a child before, like, before sleep every night. I think that's, like, probably why I'm so, I have such an extensive vocabulary. What is a yire pack? A yire pack is another word for the fire pack, which is another word for the good uh, trees, which is another phrase for, uh, like, you know, uh, great... Uh, marijuana. You also like heading to Dell Liquor because that's near Magic Disc. Dell's Liquor, yeah, it's in the Carson Plaza joint. You know what I'm saying? That's where I got all my uh, uh, narcotics as a young as a youngin. Shout out to them. <laughs> you might, I might not should have said that. How about Louisiana chicken? Yeah, Louisiana fried chicken for sure. Got they got yeah. All we need is the mild sauce and it'll be Harold's for sure. And Taco Pete in South Central, you like that? Absolutely. What you know about Taco Pete? What do you order at the Taco Pete? I don't know. The homies order for me because I'm not from there. I'm from Carson. I don't know. That's some like that's some cop to shit. Ain't that some cop to shit? Yes. Yeah. That's that's some cop to shit. Yeah. I'm not a cop. Yeah. That's that's they shit. That's the homie T. That's my DJ T1. He's from Compton. I think it's also pretty amazing. You have the song Mixed Emotions. Yes. And you sample the Merv Griffin theme, Merv Griffin TV show. That's dope. I didn't I didn't know that actually. Shout out to um. Uh, who did that? Uh, King Blue. My boy King Blue from Texas. He did that. I didn't know that was the sample. That's dope. Such amazing samples that you got. You have great people working with you. It's amazing. Like Merv Griffin. The Merv Griffin theme makes the motions. I love that. That's so amazing. For sure. That's, that's very amazing. Real talk. Absol, quote, she was calling Snap G, so I blazed a fat one for the homies in me. And speaking of homies, who exactly are these homies right here? Could you tell the people what's going on in this photo? Oh, we got to get out. Oh, oh, man, it's my nigga Young Magic. You look very colorful. Maybe you can tell the people what's going on there. Uh, uh, man, this is the notch right here, man. This is the notch right here. You see that tat right there? That's top notch. This is my first click, like like my first like real click. That's the homie King Rich. That's the homie Young Magic, Lord Legend. That's Agent J right there. Plus, I can't really see shit. What exactly are you wearing there? Very bright. Yeah, for sure. I'm swagging, for sure. I got the uh, Puma track jacket on right there. I got the chain from Silver Island. It was legit. That's the Pro Club white tee that we sold at the shop. Uh, them is the shades from the swap meet, though, for sure. They was like 5 $6, but the fitted cap was nice. That was legit. Do you still have all that stuff? No, no, nah, not at all. What were the early Absol gigs like? Like, do you remember playing the joint in 2007? What was that like, playing the joint? <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. That was like shit, like little talent shows and shit like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I've been doing this shit for a long time. Like, 07? That's seven years ago? Goddamn. Sure. I'm grown. I'm getting old. How about Apollo Burger? Did you ever go to Apollo Burger? Yeah, absolutely. For sure. They got the good uh, zucchini, fried zucchini right there. That's where my auntie, uh, she, my auntie Kaze, she used to uh, have a beauty shop, like, right close by. I used to have to sit there and wait for her to get off work and shit. 
And the Big Burger? Yeah, Big Burger, yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, we still go there still. And the Carson Burger? Yeah, Carson Burger, it was like high school, it was cool, it was cool. We still go to Big Burger though, for sure. But your grandma's pork chops, that's the best. Absolutely, my grandma's pork chops will never go, never go untouched, ever. How about Ruiz Mexican Burger and Mexican food? Ruiz, and that's where we used to ditch to go. That was the little spot they had the fire chili cheese fries right there by the, by the school. Is that usually what you order, the chili cheese? Like, I've mentioned all these burger places. What do you have at these burger that's places usually? At Ruiz, that's all I got was the chili cheese fries. At, the, at Big Burger, I get the uh, double bacon double bacon cheese for sure. No relish, no pickles, none of that weird shit. Grilled onions. Absol, at South by Southwest this year, I interviewed Schoolboy Q at the TDE crib. Yeah, and I was jealous because I was like, why you didn't know me? You know fat, you know... <laughs> Excuse me. You know the fat boy, but you don't know me. Well, actually, I brought some gifts all the way down from Vancouver to you in Austin, Texas, but you were sleeping at that time. Yeah, I sleep a lot. I be off the shits. So I thought I'd give them to you right now. I had to bring them all the way back to Vancouver. And I'd appreciate that. You smoke weed? I'd like to give you a gift right here. You love the early Jay-Z, don't you? What can you tell the people about the early Jay-Z that's out there? I just ashed on him. That's fucked up. Oh, uh, yeah, for real. Cud was swagging. Look at him, though. I think he was talking. Didn't you, like, bring this up in one of your old interviews? I did indeed. This is Jazz and Jay-Z together, and I- this is a gift here for you. Like, wearing each other's chains and shit. Wearing- they was, like, wearing each other's clothes. Like, it's significant to note that, like, they were sharing still. Sharing is caring, even at this, you know what I'm saying, at this time. Thanks for remembering that. Yeah, for sure. I'm- I told you I'm a fan. Real talk. There's Jay-Z's early work, and I also brought all the way to Austin, Texas for you, a Joe Budden LP. This is the best album. Yo, this album right here, I promise you, this album, bro, man, this album is crazy. What makes a good album for Absol? I don't know. It's just it's just the feel, man. I don't, you know, I can't really call it. You know, music is spiritual. You know, it's no set formula for those these type of things, bro, but, you know. Just, I think the stars align for him on this joint. I like a lot of his other work, too, but I'm just saying this first album was kind of magnifique. Absol, the Cyber Crew A5. Oh, man. Shout out to Snake Hollywood, you bastard. What can you tell the people about the Cyber Crew A5? Oh, man, we used to get it in. Like, that's where I started, like, on Black Planet Freestyle Chat. And then we, like, migrated to, like, little threads and shit. And we was, like, battling on, like, Yahoo conference chat and shit like that. That's, like, where I started. And, like, Snake Hollywood was, like, the leader of A5 and shit. And, um, and also Minneapolis was represented by Minnesota. You love the Minnesota. Shout out to him. Shout out to Minnesota. Minnesota, like, taught me how to rap. These, these guys, like, kind of taught me how to rap. Like, for real. And it's dope that I got to, like, meet him afterward, after the internet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, met, I used to be on the phone with him as a child. I didn't never know him. We was off of the internet. And so as uh, as I'm Absol now, we get to really meet up in real life. It's dope. Absol, how do you react when your friends do crazy things? How do you react when your friends do crazy things? I just be chilling, you know, you know what I'm saying? I just, you know, I just be chilling. I like, I like crazy shit. Because your friend Daylight, he almost pooped on the stage a little while back. See, and that's what I'm trying to tell niggas. See, like, that was a bar. And I ain't see it yet, though, because, you know, I ain't, I mean, that... That's enough for me. I, I, that's dope enough. That's just a thought. But cup, they said he said uh, they was booing him, and so he was like, "If y'all keep booing me, I'm a boo boo on the stage." That's genius. Come on, dog. He's taking battle rap to new heights, man. You can't, you can't. Come on, dog. You gotta be the shit. Like you gotta be the shit. Like you gotta think about the bars being done. Like even in the act or the antic. You know what I'm saying? 
Shout out to Daylight, man. Shout out to whole Watts, California, man. We here, man. How about yourself? Have you ever got in trouble or got fined for swearing on the radio? Yeah, when the first time I went uh, with uh, with uh, Tech and, uh, and Sway. Sway wasn't there, though. Uh, King Tech, yeah, for sure. I was like, cause he, he had told them, like, um, yeah, don't bring that, that, that guy with the shades. Don't bring him back. He was tripping. What was the offending word, and how much were you fined? I think I was saying nigga a lot. I think I got fined 500 for every nigga. I don't know. That's on top dog, though. You know what I'm saying? I am, I he handles all that shit. Who are your radio faves? Like, you like Tom Likas? Yeah, Tom Likas is a genius, bro. Real talk. Everybody should listen to Tom Likas. He's a genius. Real talk. My uh, my boy uh, Python P put me on there. Real talk. Absol, you are ab. So. Absol, you are ab. So. And I was curious, has Absol ever used an ab roller? I think I got one at the house for sure. I don't be, I don't, I don't use those type of things, but I think we got one at the house. You do amazing. Did you get it off a late night TV infomercial? I think my mom's did for real. She teed for that. That's amazing. Absol has an ab roller. She used it either for real. I don't use that though. I don't have abs no more. I had them back in high school. I don't got them no more. I think I lost my mind around the time I lost my six pack. <laughs> what was that? It was the only call. <laughs> Absol, you're on The Heart Part 3 with Kendrick and J-Rock. Absolutely. And I was thinking, The Heart Part 3. On The Heart Part 3, there's a sample of Parliament. They sample Parliament, do that stuff. Dope. That's dope. Bootsy, George Clinton. Yeah, for sure. These are the guys, for sure. And this Boot- is fun. This and, is fun. And Bootsy and George Clinton, they always had the best glasses, didn't they? Absolutely. The frames crazy. Curtis Mayfield was sick, too. His frames were sick, though, too. And I was thinking, you love the glasses, so I want to give you, a, lastly, a little gift here. Some original P-Funk yes. promo glasses. Oh, fuck yes. I don't know. Do you want to try those on at all right now? No. They're not black, but I like these. I'm I think they are black when you put them on. No, but they're not black right now. I could see they're white. But P-Funk glasses there for you, Absol. No, this is crazy. For I mean, and this like this is what I'm saying. This go back to like promotional tools and things like that. Like when physical distribution was fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, nice covers and you leave with something, you know, physically, you know. It'd be nice to get back to something like that, you know. Maybe there should be some Absol glasses down the line. Oh, absolutely. You know I'm plotting on the world. Yeah. Absol, anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? Um... I'm just glad you didn't do nothing too weird. So I had to like punch you because like I told the homies, like, you know, if it would have been too weird, I would have had to punch you. Like, I'm glad you like kept it on a, you know, cool level. Word. Why should people care about Absol? Why should people care? Oh, uh, shit. Black lip pastor. Well, thanks so much, Absol. Keep on rocking in the free world and do 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 Since the day I was born I'm the doctor rapping with a PhD 
Rock y'all. 
You're still listening to Denardwar, the human serviette radio show. You just heard right there from 1981, Disco Daddy and Captain Rap with the Gigolo Rap on Denardwar, the human serviette radio show. And before that, an interview with Ab Soul. And Ab Soul's grandfather, Cletus Anderson, had a hand in putting out that record we just heard Disco Daddy and Captain Rap, Jigolo Rap, which was pretty much from 1981 the first rap record. In fact, even verified the first rap record to come out of Los Angeles. And it was helped coordinated by Cletus Anderson. His name is on the record. And later, Saturn Records. And also Magic Disc Records before it as well. So that is Absol's grandpa, Cletus Anderson. And that was an interview with Absol. And today on the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show, it's all TDE, all TDE interviews. We heard from Absol, Coming Up, Schoolboy Q, and Kendrick Lamar, all part of TDE. Right now, we have an interview coming up with Absol. If you're easily offended by Absol, please tune out. In other words, if you're offended by offensive language, adult themes, please cover your ears, turn down the radio, or tune out now because there is some offensive material coming up right now on the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show, i.e. an interview with Absol. And to prepare you for Absol, have Bobby, Jimmy, and the Crickets from 1986 out of Los Angeles, California game. School by Q is from South Central Los Angeles. The song Bad Breath we're going to hear from 1986. And this also features the Arabian Prince. He was in Bobby, Jimmy, and the Crickets. So here's Bobby, Jimmy, and the Crickets from Los Angeles, 1986, with Bad Breath. And in an interview with Schoolboy Q. And in an interview with Kendrick Lamar on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. Swam from the sharks in the deep blue sea. Chase the white babes in Orange County. The thing that scares me half to death is dealing with people with real bad friends. Needed the money to pay my bills. When an MC that world no will put my new clothes on, I was looking kinda deaf, avoiding the babes with real bad breath. Saw cutie pie, started to tease her, got my face slapped, that ugly skin. She said, why? I thought I would die. Her breath was 
so bad, brought tears to my eyes. You want some gum? She refused it. I said, I insist. She said, no, I can't use it. Scope, search, and even the three prevent your breath from being so mean. Matthew Hanley, Schoolboy Q. Schoolboy Q, welcome to South by Southwest, Austin, Texas. And welcome to my beautiful home. And right off the bat, Schoolboy Q, I have a gift for you to welcome you to Texas via Vancouver, the Cheech and Chong record with, if you open it up. Cheech and Chong, shit. 
the rolling paper intact. Oh, <laughs> uh, I never knew this shit had rolling. So I can actually smoke this? Yes, that's very important to schoolboy, isn't it? The rolling paper. Yeah, but... um, You can smoke it and listen to the record at the same time. Yeah, that's crazy. This is a thick-ass paper, though. That might hurt. <laughs> Oxymoron is quite interesting. There's a lot of blood crip history involved in it, isn't there? Yep, yep. Could you explain about that, the history that's behind that? I mean, you know, it's game-banging his living, and it's never going to die. You know what I mean? And I just wanted to put my point of view on it, and that it's never going to die as much as we want it to be over with. I mean, that's not part of my life no more. But, yo, like, I thought all oh, your interviews supposed to be funny. Why you ask me serious shit? <laughs> well, actually, that leads into this right here, Schoolboy Q. I want to ask you, do you know anything about the Bloods and Crips together on Banging on Wax? Of course. Are you kidding me? I can get in trouble for listening to this. This is crazy. What? Hell yeah, I know everything about this. Yeah, what can you tell the people about this? Why would you get in trouble? What exactly is banging on wax? <laughs> That's going too far. They be people dissing other people's hoods. And you know what I mean? This is like when Gangsta Rap was like at its full-fledged height. And then it was like the real, real, real street people that was still in the street was Ayo got the opportunity to rap and they was just dissing each other hoods and you know stuff that doesn't shouldn't be going on now you know but it's quite a positive thing though because it was Bloods and Crips coming together for a record yeah but I mean at the same time they're still dissing each other so it's like coming together just to start feud with the people that wasn't in the studio so I mean it's cool but yeah banging on wax yeah banging on wax with schoolboy Q Schoolboy, do you still keep up with Andre Harris at all? Ah, uh, nah, not really. Or Sam Rogers? <laughs> nah, I play football with them. Yes. What Andre, can you... Andre was the running back and Sam was the receiver. I was curious, what exactly is going on right here, Schoolboy Q? Uh, Who's number 84 right there? That's me. That's crazy. Um, ah, that's Sam right there. <laughs> That's crazy. So this is you playing football. Bit of background, please, Schoolboy Q. Yeah, I was a receiver. I don't remember what play happened. It, it had to be something tight because I'm I'm obviously amped. <laughs> so I don't know what what happened. I obviously missed this pass. Um, looks tight there though. Yeah, yeah. You know, it looks tight. You know, my socks is nice. You know, got the belt hanging. I look sweet out there under armor, gloves on, visor. I'm all right. My, but yeah, Sam. Shout out to Sam, man. I ain't seen him in so long, dog. Like since this season, that's crazy. And Andre Harris too, right? Yeah, yeah. They both went on to play football, like, like at different schools too. Did you put him on the guest list ever when you play gigs? I haven't talked to him since football. Like they kept football. Like I knew I was not gonna play football no more after that season. So they... it looks amazing though. The pick. I love you in action there. Yeah, this is crazy. This is kind of tight that you got this. Nobody really sells this. Schoolboy Q, Man of the Year. Yep, Man of the Year. You sampled the Chromatics from Portland. Yep, definitely sampled them. And they cleared it. And I love it. The Chromatics. I like to give you a gift here. It's the Italians Do It Better compilation that has the Chromatics cherry on it. Oh, that's crazy. It's a great compilation. It's got a whole bunch of other bands, so more stuff free to sample. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, I don't know if they're going to be cool with me sampling again, but we're going to try it. There's other bands in that compilation, too. How did you discover the Chromatics, Cherry? Like, I think it's cool. Portland, Oregon, South Central, together. I mean, I've been to about Chromatics, you know what I mean? But Nez and Rio, they, that was on them to uh, sample it. I know about the Chromatics. It was just a coincidence that they had sampled them, you know what I mean? And I liked the record. I, I knew what the record was when they played it. Like, yo, that's the Chromatics joint, you know what I mean? And I just spit, you know. 
Hopefully there's a few more gems on there that you can oh, discover. Yeah, I hope so. I'm, you know, they that's still my biggest song to date, Man of the Year. School by Q, if you're hungry, do you ever go to Fishland? Are you into fish? Ah, uh, Fishland. Don't ever eat at Fishland. It's on 51st and Fig. I love them for I love them to death, but man, that's some bad man. They the people that they got working in there, I know them people. And I know what they do when they get off of work and they cooking a fish, yo. That's not what's up, yo. I know them dudes. They hang with me. They used to be on my block, dog. Like, and they are back there cooking a fish after just coming through smoking a whole session in a hot box. Then go in there and I know the type of dudes they are. They ain't, they ain't right, dog. Don't go to fish land on 51st, dog. Don't do it. Coco's Liquor Ever been to Coco's uh, Liquor Shout out to Miss Hine I love Coco's Liquor Store You know what I mean I used to steal from her All the time Like all the time I paid her back The other day When I came I came over to the block I did some stuff For uh, Red Bull Or whatever And um, I gave her like $200 For all the stuff That I stole Or whatever She really took the money <laughs> But yeah Miss Hine That was That was that was crazy. I seen her in the riots. I was a little kid. When the riots was jumped off, everything was getting beat up and tore down. And her store was the only one that really didn't get messed with until one of the homies, my well, actually the homie and my uncle, they ran in there. Then next thing you know, like, after the riots is kind of over, you see Miss Hine running down the street out the back of the, uh, out the door after nobody touched it the whole riot. Then my uncle and then one of the homies, like, it's some weird stuff, like when it was over, though. Like, but it had nothing to do with the riots no more, and they still ran in there like late. <laughs> Shout out to Coco's Liquor. Yeah, Coco's Liquor store got so much history. I heard she's selling it, man. I wish I could buy it. Did you ever have an MTV reality show with Tyga? Yep, <laughs> back in the day, it never got aired though. But yeah. what was it about? What was your role? Just to be there, the the, the ugly homie from the the streets. That was it. It never got aired, though. What was the premise of it? I don't know. I was just heard a check. I was like, let's do it. <laughs> now, you're also in a Tiger video, Coconut Juice? Yeah, I'm in a few Tiger joints. Where can we see you on the Tiger stuff? Uh, <laughs> I'm, <just> laughing. <laughs> I'm in Coconut Juice. I'm in like a couple other Tiger videos. <laughs> School by Q, Mrs. Rick Obnick, that was one of your teachers. Oh, Miss Obnick, damn. Man, my health teacher, she had so much ass, dog. But she failed me like three times. This bitch was the only bitch that would fail me. Like, my grades was always good. Like, I probably would have had like a 3.8 or a 4.0 if it weren't for this bitch keep failing me three years straight. I was the only senior that had, like, elective classes, fifth and sixth period. But had to still go to health, ninth grade subject, up until my 12th grade year because of her. And I had the same teacher. They kept giving me the same teacher over and over again. Have you been able to contact her, though? Nah, if I do, I bet I could fuck now, for sure. I could fuck. That bitch was on, like, blind dating some old shit. That bitch was trying to eat. I hit her now, for sure. Like, remember me? Yeah, I'm going to fuck her one day. That's really honorable of you. Yeah, I'm going to fuck her one day. She failed me. She deserved it. I'm going to fuck her. Let her leave. Let her feel, take the walk of shame. All the homies going to be down there. Like, yo, got an A-plus today. <laughs> boom. You got an A-plus today. You know what I'm saying? Schoolboy Q, have you had any more violin lessons at all? Uh, hell no. Nah. That, was, that was what I was like at, like, kindergarten. Then my mama just stopped. Like, I got kicked out because the dude cut my ducktail when I was little. And I beat the dude up. 
then the teacher, I didn't even know, the teacher whooped me. Like, my mama had me, like, at some whooping school. Like, na- it's, like, right over there by Crenshaw High School. Where did the ducktail cutting happen? Where'd that all happen? Sleep. You know how you have nap times and shit? Like, when you're in, like, kindergarten, first grade, whatever? I was sleep. And my homie, he cut my ducktail. And my shit, it wasn't that long, but it was, like, you know, had a little lift on it. And I was mad, and I beat him up. And then, like, he just kept crying. Like, you know, he like, kid, he just kept, he wouldn't stop crying. Then the teacher whooped me. Then my mama came there. Then she act like she didn't know it was a school that you get whooped at. And then she, like, went off, and then they didn't accept her money no more. And I had to go to 52nd Elementary. That guy should have held on to the ducktail. It would have been worth something now, eh? Oh, uh, yeah, I want to know. He probably a bitch-ass nigga somewhere being busted out. Probably right now in jail being marked out or something. Like, he type of nigga, you supposed to be my homie, cuz. You cut my duck tail off. And also, he screwed you up learning about the violin. Yeah, man, I was at a good school, man. They taught you piano at that motherfucker. They threw me right out. That's crazy. That would have put me right in, right in the set, back to the set. 52nd Street Elementary. Cold. Schoolboy Q, anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? Oxymoron is better than you. And um, thank you for all the info. And all the um, dope shit you gave me. You smoke weed? You are schoolboy Q. Yeah, but do you smoke weed? You are schoolboy Q. You're the one that smokes weed. <laughs> but you have the Tommy Chong record with the rolling paper. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I may have to try this out, but I don't know if you bullshit because it's some thick-ass paper, dog. No, it's the official paper. And if you try to find this album, I've given it to other rappers here and there, but I had to give it to you. You never find it with a rolling paper. Year, This has been tested for years and years and years. That's crazy. I'm going to smoke it now. This is amazing. I've given the record out to various rappers, but I've never had them actually do it, like, right in front of me. This is incredible. You're lying or not? Shit, we're going to put you out there. <laughs> this is incredible. I've given the record to other people before, mm-hmm. but never have they really taken such evasive action. Weirdos, they don't take you serious. I respect what you do, homie. Don't trip. I fuck with you. I fuck with you. Them niggas don't fuck with you. Boy, I fuck with you, dog. Boy, I fuck with you, my nigga. You my nigga. You're sucking on rolling paper. It's been in a record for 40 years. Oh, 40-year-old rolling paper. It's amazing. It just may be rolling paper. This motherfucker's sticking there. Hang on. <laughs> Another update here with Schoolboy Q. What's going on right now? What stage are we at? Nigga, finish. Where are lighter at? This motherfucker, maybe I think this is the real one. Hang on. <laughs> It's the real one. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm doubted you, bro. I'm not lying. It's the real one. It didn't hurt. <laughs> it really didn't hurt. I thought I was about to die. You right. Hey, I really fuck with you. You a real nigga. Well, thanks so much, Schoolboy Q. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? This shit is good. <laughs> <laughs> Well, why should people care about Schoolboy Q? Why should they care? Because I'll give you that real shit. I ain't no rapper, because I'll just tell you what it is. And there's not many other rappers that will smoke 40-year-old rolling paper. Uh, niggas be being fake with you. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you. Nah, my niggas smoke that shit. You um, hit it? Amazing. Thanks so much, Schoolboy Q. Keep on rocking in the free world and do 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 Mm-hmm. Guests, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, 
friends and enemies. Malcolm X. No sellout. Malcolm X. No sellout. Malcolm X. No sellout. Malcolm X. No sellout.
but nothing is on it. Uh, because all of us are sitting at the same table, are all of us diners? I'm not a diner until you let me dine. Then I become a diner. still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. You just heard right there, Malcolm X, No Sellout by Keith LeBlanc from 1983. That's the first sample-based record. And before that, an interview with Schoolboy Q from South Central Los Angeles, a member of TDE. And way back, we had an interview with Ab Soul from Carson, California, the home base of TDE. And coming up right now, an interview with Kendrick Lamar from Compton, California, a member of TDE. And to prepare you for Kendrick Lamar, we have something by the World Class Wrecking Crew. House Calls, featuring Dr. Dre on vocals from 1987, Dr. Dre and the World Class Wrecking Crew from Compton, California. And in an interview with Kendrick Lamar from Compton, California, all on Denardwar de Human Serviette Radio Show. Here's the World Class Wrecking Crew with House Calls, Dr. Dre, lead vocals, 1987. And in an interview with TDE's Kendrick Lamar.
two, I sit, I chew around three. Her husband's out of town and she would like some surgery. Stopped at the store so I could get a little wine. But all they had was Thunderbird 1979. So I left the store, got in my car, drove to her house and then knocked on the door and heard this sexy voice that said, come in. Open the door and see what I got from this house call. Tall, dark, and lovely, five foot eight in a camisole. Cause I make house calls. It's Dr. Dre, the maniac. House calls, the human aphrodisiac. I love those house calls to the girls that's all alone. House calls when your husband's not at home. Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar, welcome to Austin, Texas. Appreciate you. Kendrick Lamar, what the hell are you doing right now? How are things going? Everything's going well. Album, tour, album, tour, South by Southwest. That's it. Kendrick Lamar, thank you, Tech Nine, right? 
Tech Nine, thank you. What did he do exactly? He helped hook you up with Dr. Dre. Oh, why would we say how, how, how did Tech Nine with Dr. Dre? Well, didn't you go to do some concert there with the Tech Nine, and Dre suddenly came through down there? Oh, that's what nigga J Rock. That's a good one. Yeah, well, please enter. Who else was here? What was going on there? Who do, can you? J Rock, Absol, Soundwave, Rock is cracking up laughing. This dude is nuts right here. Okay, I tell the story. Oh, so it's true. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's kind of weird. Uh, we did the show. I don't know what was that. Denny's or something was eating, and we got a strange call to my dude Ali phone, and it was it was Doc Dre. I don't know. Just imagine he called the phone, and that was it in history since then. That's crazy. You know that though. Thank you, Tech Nine. Thank you, Tech Nine. <laughs> now, Kendrick Lamar, when working with Dr. Dre, did he tell you anything about his early career at all? Yeah, definitely. What did he say? Um. How the records was made. Yeah. His early personal musical career. Yeah. He told me about that. Just Did you get any mementos of his early personal record career? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have some more for you right now, Kendrick. What's that? I have right here some world-class wrecking crew for you. Yeah. What did Dre say about the good old world-class wrecking crew? It was the start of his motherfucking legacy. <laughs> that's the, that's, that's the, uh, what he said about this. This is classic. Matter of fact, a couple world class and yes, that's give and another world class wrecking crew. World class wrecking crew. I was surprised you couldn't got it from Dr. Dre's record collection. Doesn't he have these hanging around there? Nah, he got a, he got a, a dungeon that he keeps all of his good good work like this. And he doesn't let you into the dungeon at all. No, I'm not. Nobody's allowed there. Kendrick Lamar, what was the biggest chain you ever saw? Really, was it on your cousin from the south? Oh, the biggest chain I ever saw. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, that was the first big chain I saw. Yeah. Cousin, family, Big Daddy. Got another gift for you, Kendrick Lamar. Have it right here. The Big Daddy. King. Big Daddy King. What can you tell the people Big Daddy King? East Coast. East Coast. This is one of my pop's favorite artists right here. Do you know what I'm saying? My pop's from Chicago. He actually, you know, it's crazy. When I was coming home, you know, they say when I was in the car seat coming from the hospital, my pop's was playing this really loud. My mom was like, turn that shit down. He was like, no, let him hear it. This is music, and it's good music. Big Daddy Kane. And your mom was one of 13 siblings? That's good stuff, definitely. <laughs> That's a big family. Yeah, it's a real big family. And you said, quote, you got like 15 stories like Average Joe. You got like 15 stories? Good stuff, yep. Can you tell us one of those? We got 15. Um, 15. Um, let's, let's go to 13. Hmm. Walking from home. Police pull up on the side of you. Hey, you look like so-and-so. I'm not so-and-so. You are so-and-so. Get in the car. Let's take this ride. Get out the car. You're not so-and-so. We don't need you anymore. That's one of the stories. Compton, California. Compton, California for you. Now, that might make you kind of hungry. What about Louisiana chicken? <laughs> that's the, yeah, Louisiana chicken. That's the neighborhood, yeah. That's my, that's my favorite, yeah. And it's like bulletproof glass? Yeah. 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 What do you order there? I ordered the number three. It's a three-piece with the fries and the lemonade. And Kirk Lamar, there's also Tams and Rite Aid, too. The Rite Aid. 
definitely grew up in Tams and right. This dude right here is really doing his research though. This is crazy. Yeah, Tams and Rite Aid. I get the chili cheese fries. And what about at the Rite Aid? Rite Aid, I just get a bunch of milk for my little brothers and stuff like that. Can I come on? Also wanting the Compton swap meat. What's that like? Can you get grills at the Compton swap meat? I don't know now if you can get grills, but we didn't really get grills. We got Jordans and Nike Cortezes and all that type of good stuff like that. And gold, you know, Rolex chains and stuff like that. It used to be a Sears? Yeah. That's kind of interesting. Can you explain a bit about that? Kind of dope. Kind of dope. A Sears what? For, on the Compton Swap Meet? Yeah. That may be way before my time. I don't know that. No, I'm serious. I'm 87. <laughs> I ain't started seeing the Compton Swap Meet till 91. You are Kendrick? Yeah, Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. Definitely. VIP music. Shit, I don't know. Serious Compton Swap Meet? VIP music. Right across the street from the neighborhood. There's your record stock there. Do they have much vinyl? No. No. Bought my first CD there, DMX. And what about your second CD? What was the last CD you bought at VIP Music? My last, no VIPs. Is there any VIPs? No. Close. They're done. Are there any record stores? Daddy, no. iTunes. Maybe you can open it up. Eventually, TD Record Store. I want to ask you, Kendrick Lamar, about some more Compton music here. Specifically, right here, I have this group of records right here. Check this out. The Compton Compilation. Where you get this from? The Compton Compilation. This is from about 19, about, the, about NWA time. Have you ever seen this before? I know a few of these cats, MC8. Now, I've never seen this before. I didn't even know this existed. Oh, yeah. Who do you know on there? Who can you see? I see MC8, for sure. And the white guy as well from Compton's Most Wanted. Because if you turn the record over right here, what do we have underneath? Ooh, Compton's Most Wanted. That's right, MC. And the white guy. The white guy. Who is that? The white guy from Compton's Most Wanted. I never knew there was a white guy in Compton's Most Wanted. This is crazy. And underneath... What's uh, Who else do we have in the room? Could you just introduce them again? From, from the left here. This is Ali. This is Moose. This is Ali. J-Rock. A-Mac. Dave Free. Soundway. Absol. All here in Austin, Texas with Kendrick Lamar. I never knew about this right here either. You know? This is... Can I have this? Um, that... Some of them, possibly. And this right here is Toddy T, who was like the first. Do you know Toddy T at all? Mixed Master Spade, Toddy T. My pops put me up on game. Matter of fact, my Uncle Tony, RP. Dig what I'm saying? Mixed. So what can you tell people about Toddy T? He's one of the first guys. First, this is one of the first, you know, I would say artists that really put it down for Compton. Toddy T. Then you heard about N.W.A., but this is one of the, this is legendary right here. You dig that? The Gangsta Boogie. You did your real homework. Snooty Fox. You know about that song? No. Yeah, it's a real nasty song. My mom's. Don't. And another Compton record? Huh? Yeah. What is this? The King T. You got some OGs on your joint, man. You really be doing your research, bro. We are Kenneth Kamar. We got to do that. Representing Compton. King T. This is, my pops would enjoy that you showing this to me right here. King D, feel the agony. Back up. Let's see what else. Who can appreciate this right here? Abso, Dub C in the Mad Circle, West Side Connection. Come on, it's Dub C. A lot of people, you know, what's crazy about Dub C is, you know, he been doing this before you heard the West Side. Obviously, you know, West Side Connection, but still legendary as well. Thanks so much for this knowledge of Compton Records. It's amazing. You gave me more knowledge than I even, you know, ever knew. I never knew about this right here. I ain't never seen this. The Compton Compilation. The Compton Compilation. What year is this? I think it's about 88. Yeah, I'm born 87. Let me see. 
So this 1989, actually. So what happened was N.W.A. came. They just overshadowed this. So this is one of the records where uh, if I didn't blow, but somebody else that was doing it blew after me, they would overshadow me and they'd be out. And that's what happened with this. And Kendrick, you're telling me about Compton Records. If I go to Compton, I understand. I got this little handbill here. There's actually L.A. Compton Hood Tours. Have you seen this? No, I see this. What's this? Check this out. Look what it says right there. L.A.'s, LA's hottest sightseeing tour. What's what they put to put you on the back of a bandwagon, a, a wagon or something, and drive you around? Yeah, to all the sites. Like, check on the back here. Oh, get out of here. Are you serious? You, L.A. Hood Tours. You'll get your ass shot rolling around with people you don't know. <laughs> I hope you made this up and don't be trying to plan on getting no, it. No, this is real. You got Rock on here. <laughs> there you got Jay Rock on there. Bring Rock over here, dog. Please explain what's going on. Please introduce who you have right here again. This this is right here is J-Rock right here. <laughs> He's from his projects, Nickerson Garden Projects. Uh, I guess this is a place that people want to see when they come to L.A. And, you know, yeah. this dude, you know, is on the forefront for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you meet him in the flesh right now. J-Rock, did you know that you're in this hood tour at all? Nah, I ain't no shit about this right here, man. This dude, man, he's just crazy. Apparently the game's dad is involved with us. He does some of the tours. I don't know nothing about it. I what are some of the sites if somebody wants to check them out? What would they be visiting? It says childhood homes, movies. What would they be checking out? Oh, man, I, I don't know what they'd be checking out trying to go through these parts right here, man. You know what I mean? Watchtowers on there. Oh, that's, hey. that's where you from. Yeah, yeah, they, I see the towers. Yeah, they, 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 got, they got Watts on there. They got Watts on there. I'm quite sure they probably go say the Compton Swap Meet. Um, everything else around that, just bullet holes, unless you want to go see that. Yeah. <laughs> I have to ask J-Rock for a second Me being from Canada Are you familiar with the other J-Rock From the Trailer Park Boys You know that rapper The J-Rock from the Trailer Park Boys no, I ain't never heard of him man. Like a Canadian TV series Is a white guy J-Rock No, no, I ain't never heard of him man. Something to check up on Maybe when we take you on A hood tour of Halifax You can check that out Hard. And winding up here with Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick, I was curious here. Food for less. Food for less. Food for less. Yeah. You gonna win it. What you gonna win over there? You got to, you talked about Louisiana. You got food for less. This is the area. This is where I grew up at, you know, and I what my what my cereal? We got my cereal? Uh we left my cereal. Well, fruity pebbles, that's my favorite cereal. And I just get all my fruity pebbles from there. Sometimes we couldn't afford to buy it, so I had to take some of that fruity pebbles and eat it. Because it was good. Do you know a guy called Cannon? Day. You heard that? Cannon? Please explain. Yeah, that's crazy. This dude said Cannon. Wow. That's crazy. Cannon. That's one of the dudes I started rapping with. My dude Antonio. Yeah. Wow. That's eighth grade. That's seventh grade. How's he doing now? He's killing right now. He's doing his thing right now. He on the come up. That's crazy, though. Kendrick Lamar, you also have the song, I Wanna Be A... I Wanna Be A... What's that? Gates. I Wanna Be A Gates. Well, you say, I Wanna Be A... Oh, Bill Gates? I Wanna Be Like Bill Gates? That's yeah. It. You know, I was wondering, is it Bill Gates you want to be like? And do you know what you're in for if you want to be like Bill Gates? I see. What song was that? Was that on that? Oh, yeah. 
I think that was a metaphor for saying I want to just have a lot of fucking money and not be stuck in the hood all day. I don't know if those who I really want to be like. But what I'm in for. Well, Bill Gates had Bono from U2 sleep over at his house. Yeah. You have a sleepover with U2. What do you think about that? I'm good on that. <laughs> and Bill Gates can also jump over a chair. So you'll be in for that. Are you? Can you jump over a chair? I don't have them type of ability. I just rap. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> this dude don't jump over a chair, girl. Kendrick Lamar, quote, sweet taste of victory like Oprah's pussy. Punani. Yeah, but this is the... <laughs> <laughs> what about that? You like that line? I love it. And it made me think also, though, you did a benefit for a woman's center, too. I thought that was really cool. You did a benefit for a woman's center in L.A. Yeah, it turned out good, too. It turned out good. Yep. Kendrick Lamar, one person I haven't lastly mentioned here, Willie B. Willie B. Rigor Mortis. Now, how did he fit into the family? Was he discovered at an office depot? At an office? Is that true? <laughs> at an office depot? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. You know? Abso, Abso introduced me to, to Willie B. He came to the studio and just had some crazy beats. And I just rapped. And I thought it was via Lori Joe, right? Isn't her Lori Joe? Yeah. And I thought it was at a Home Depot, so I was thinking Home Depot. Thank you, Tech Nine, and thank you, Home Depot. Yeah, right. Because Willie B doing the beats. Right. How many songs have you written in the air, Kendrick Lamar? How many songs have written in the air? It's probably three. Hold up. Um, let me be me. Um, blow my high. Yep. When you're up there rapping, Kendrick Lamar, do you ever see people crying in the audience? Yeah, I definitely do. That's every gig? Not every gig. Every other gig. And lastly, what about Lil Easy? Have he, has he come to any of your gigs at all? Not that I'm aware of. I just met him for the first time, actually, probably like a month ago. Where'd you meet him? Real good dude. I was doing some, uh, well, I was doing something for MTV, actually. And he was in there, and we were speaking on his pops, and the legacy of his pops. That was my first time meeting him. Real humble dude, man. I could tell he's from the same city as I am, you know, so. And do people bootleg your YouTube audio? Yeah. That's incredible. Like, your YouTube audio? Yeah, definitely. That's a good thing, though. I'd rather bootleg that than bootlegging the music. You're from Compton, and it's like South Central. Mm, Watts is more South Central. But what do you think about the name South Central? There's some movement to call it, like, South Los Angeles. What do you think about that? South Los I'm used to South Central, so I ain't never really said South Los Angeles. South Central. That's how I was raised. Kendrick Lamar, anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? Schoolboy Q, Absolute, J-Rock, TDE, Habits and Contradictions, Follow Me Home, Absolute, Join on the Way. That's what I'm talking about. TDE, that's all it's about. You know what I mean? It's not about just one person, just about the whole movie. You dig that? And it's about this city right here. Mm. City of Compton. Bet that. Well, thanks so much, Kendrick Lamar. Keep on rocking in the free world. What about Canada? How you know about Canada? Thanks very much, Kendrick Lamar. You're Kendrick Lamar. I got to know about it. Keep on rocking in the free world and... Do 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 do. Party people have no fear. The back in the tag full of 88 gear. It's the gangster boogie with the shot. Come on, y'all. Let's rock. Rock. Gangster boogie. Get a hooter. Gangster boogie. Intro, but we don't have all the people on the dance floor. Let them know we're the rappers that's going, yo, man, what you Well, the lights, camera, 
cameras, action sound. Give me that mic, I'm about to throw down. Sunday MCs, I'm back in the saddle. For my line here if you want to battle. Yes, this is who and the battle round crew. Together forever and we're sticking like blue. And we'll never buy the rhyme because the rhymes we write are sealed in a proof and wrapped up tight. I am man, I like it that groove right there. But we still got someone in that chair. Get them out of their hair, man. I'm hip to cocaine, but it's all the same Cause it's the power of drugs to make it that weird thing I'm not saying it's the front on the crowd Like JB said, I'm blacking out loud You're not a witness on the conscious scale My voice is your choice for the gangster jack The high rollers of rap are back in your tap So let's rock this boogie with the woogie oogie breakdown Now, man, you rock your death You took the gangster boogie off the shelf Now, Spade, give us the chance So your man, explain your dance The gangster boogie is a dance that is deaf and guaranteed like speed to make you run out of breath. So just shake your hips and move your head with style and grace like you're loving and bent. Only if you will learn and a couple will try to so just shake your rump from side to side. And if you got good rhythm, then you learn quick. And your time, let's bust it. Still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. You just heard right there, Toddy T with Gangster Boogie from 1988. And before that, an interview with TDE's Kendrick Lamar from Compton, California. Right now, to end the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show, wanted to play something from a seven inch record I have from 1998. It's titled Winners of the World's Worst Rap Competition. And we are going to hear the gold medal winner, Black T, and his track, No Flow 
for the hose. And this is from Teach Records, 1998. So again, to end the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show, here is the winner of the world's worst rap competition from a 7-inch record released on Teach Records, music you can learn from in 1998. And it's actually a guy called Black T with no flow for the hose on the Nardwar the Human Serviette radio show it's time that i talk about the host over the ramp cause post these days ain't nothing nice remember that phrase nine out of ten get socked in the nose that's some true shit that only come out from the money but black tea can't be played for no dummy I'm from the EPA streets I got much game To them it might sound the same But if there's a woman that will be there for you And not for the money Maybe black tea will be there for you But until then, the flow for the hoes Chillin' at a club Watching this hoes spit a game to a brother I see it unfold cause I know the deal you took her hand, and you are on the way, so, so she had a friend with her, she asked if she could come, you didn't want to be rude, so you say okay to them, to the movies, and then to a motel, you got butt naked and fucked them both, until you fell asleep, the next day you woke up and they were gone, they took your money, you fucking dummy, that's why there's no flow for the hoes, I'm out too stoked.